You are a Locked On Braves postcast, part of Locked On Sports Atlanta, your team every day. And hello and welcome to the all-new Locked On Sports Atlanta and, of course, the Braves postcast. I'm Grant McCauley. He's Jake Mastriani, and we come to you after a Sunday afternoon matinee affair in which the Atlanta Braves wrote the right arm of Spencer Strider and some timely hits to a sweep of the Philadelphia Phillies thanks to a 5-2 victory at Truist Park. we got a lot to get into on this day, and if you like Spencer Strider, this is going to be your episode because we're going to go pretty heavy on what this Braves rookie accomplished because we haven't seen the likes of this around Atlanta, really around, around Milwaukee, maybe even around Boston. It's been an awful long time as far as the franchise is concerned. Lots to get into, of course, the biggest thing of the day. Braves picking up a win over the Phillies. Before we jump into it, though, I want to remind you to subscribe on YouTube to Locked On Sports Atlanta. Make sure you enable those notifications so you get alerts every time we drop a new episode. And make sure you subscribe to Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcast. Now, uh, Jake, we have seen a lot of great things from Spencer Strider, historic things from Spencer Strider, seemingly every fifth day since he joined the starting lineup. And I would say that as we continue to, I don't know, make a case, if you will, for Michael Harris or Spencer Strider as the rookie of the year, there's one undeniable fact. Both of these guys are playing a huge part in the success of the 2022 Braves, and it was on display yet again on Sunday. They are. And I mean, I keep anytime I want to talk about one of them, I can't help but think, how do you choose between these two guys who are playing just incredibly well? And Spencer Strider, obviously, on this day, you know, setting uh, make doing making history with what he's doing out there in terms of strikeouts. Uh, you're a little bit closer to me. My wife's going to hate it, but I'm going to have to grow out a mustache next time uh, <laughs> he starts. It might take me a while. A facial yeah. hair doesn't come as quickly for me, but uh, I think I'm going to have to do it. A couple of people have asked me, just in trying to keep with the new tradition of Spencer Strider's mustache, will I shave my beard? The answer continues to be no. It does not look quite as good when you don't have anything else to balance it all out. So i got to go with what I can work with. I've got the mustache and spirit, and I would say that it's been working for Spencer Strider, not just that, but what he has been doing on the mound. So let's talk about game number 146 for the Braves. Uh, just another episode of the Spencer Strider Show, if you will. Uh, Braves beat the Phillies 5-2. to two. Philadelphia now 80-66. and 66. Two runs, four hits, no errors, seven men left aboard. Braves improved to 91 and 55. Now, 36 games over 500. Uh, five runs, 10 hits, one error, seven men left aboard. Spencer Strider with his six strong innings picks up the win. He's now 11 and five. Connor Brogdon takes the loss. He drops to two and one. No save in a game that lasted three hours and six minutes and a crowd of 42,015 fans on hand to see it. Another sellout, some timely hitting behind Spencer Strider, but there is no place that we can start other than the man on the mound on this day. Spencer Strider with six innings of one-hit ball. He did not allow a hit until his final inning. It was, of course, a home run, ambushed on the first pitch, as the old saying goes. Three walks and 10 strikeouts for him in this one, Jake. 202 strikeouts on the season, and I have got a list of trivia that comes with his 200th strikeout. I talked about it being the first Atlanta pitcher in quite a long time to get 200 strikeouts in a season. As far as rookie pitchers are concerned in the franchise's history, you got to go back to 1890 to find one. He's in the Hall of Fame. It's Kid Nichols. You may or may not have heard of him, but and now at least you have. And this is only the third time a Braves pitcher has gotten to 200 strikeouts. Rookie, that is, has gotten to 200 strikeouts. And only the fifth Braves pitcher to get to 200 or more strikeouts since the turn of the millennium. So, Jake, any which way you slice it, the strikeouts and Spencer Strider, 
they just go together like peas and carrots. And they do. I mean, it's one of the most prolific strikeout seasons I think we've seen. And uh, I know you obviously were tracking another one I know you're going to talk about, but the yeah. quickest one to get to 200, that is the one that stands out to me. You know, the K's for nine, it's over 13 and a half. I mean, what he is doing is just truly incredible. It's truly up there with the the Randy Johnson, the Garrett Cole, the Chris Sale type strikeout pitchers. I mean, it's just incredible. And you could see it on this day. The Phillies hitters, I mean, we've seen this a lot, not just Phillies, but pretty much every team he faces, they're frustrated. They know what's coming, and they just can't catch up to it. They can't get to that fastball, and you just have to be weary of his slider and you know mixing in that changeup a little bit as well. I mean, it's just it's truly fascinating, and I, I've been saying it for a while. He's must-watch TV for me when he goes out there because of what he's doing and how – how he's doing in such a dominating fashion like we've really never seen as Braves fans. I mean, John Smoltz, obviously one of the more dominant starting pitchers that we've seen, at least in my lifetime. And uh, I think that's another one, too. He became the sixth, tenth strikeout game for Spencer Strider this season, only behind John Smoltz, who did it 12 times in a season. So, I mean, again, uh, you know, the list just goes on and on what Spencer Strider's doing. To me, it's just incredible to watch the opposing hitters. And I loved you could hear Peter Moreland just kind of scoff at, at some of the swings the other the header hitters were taking. And that's kind of my, you know, what I just sit back and watch these mm -hmm. swings, these reactions to Spencer Strider just truly tells you how frustrating it is to face him and how dominating he is on that mound. Whether it's John Smoltz, who's won a Cy Young Award, or Kid Nichols, who was pitching at the same time that Cy Young was. I mean, Spencer Strider is pretty much connecting the generations when it comes to strikeouts and those accomplishments. And you did bring up another one, and this is one I did track, and I just kind of found it in just looking for just how special Spencer Strider's season is. The Ks per nine are absolutely absurd. It's nearly 14 uh, strikeouts per nine innings. Randy Johnson set the record for that in 2001 with 13.41 on the season. Now, Spencer Strider's not going to qualify. He's not going to get to that record from 2001 from the big unit, but he did get to one today. He set the record for fastest ever in terms of innings to get to 200 strikeouts in a season. Spencer Strider got there in exactly 130 innings to pick up strikeout number 200 on the year, and that broke Johnson's record of uh, 200 strikeouts in 130 and two-thirds innings. I thought that was a mind-boggling stat, and to me, that's one of the most telling of all of the statistics that you look at with Spencer Strider is the rate in which he's doing it. And as you already alluded to, or as you already laid out there, it's not like hitters don't know what he's trying to do. It's not like they don't know what he has. This just tells you exactly how good he is with this arsenal and just how difficult it is to go out there and try to get a hit off Spencer Strider. It is. And we talked about this record a little bit while back, and I know I wrote about it a couple of weeks ago as well. And even when I we talked about it, I thought there's no way he's going to do it in the time Randy Johnson did. That's just absurd. Even coming into the day, he needed, what, eight strikeouts in four yep. and two-thirds innings? I mean, certainly not beyond his capabilities, but I don't think many pitchers go out there and say, okay, I'm just going to strike out eight in the first five innings of a game. It's not that easy, and he makes it look that easy. It's just truly remarkable. And, again, doing it with primarily – two pitches again i know he's working in that changeup, and i think once he gets that going it's just it's going to be even more deadly and it's just really fascinating to watch love when he goes out there and oh by the way he had a no hitter going he almost yeah. threw six innings in this game so i mean I, I don't have enough adjectives words to talk about spencer strider and what he has done this year what he's meant for this braves rotation since he's joined that rotation it's just fun to watch him go out there and do what he does
It really is. And it's also fun to listen to him talk about it after his starts because he's very nondescript about it. I mean, he knows he's striking out a lot of guys. Clearly, he takes pride at what he's doing out there. But even on a day like today where he strikes out 10 batters, gets to 200 on the year, he says, yeah, well, I trade a few of those strikeouts to be able to throw another inning for my team. You know, the number one thing for me is winning this game. Even when he was being congratulated after the fifth inning for getting the 200 strikeouts, he said, look, I wasn't really in the mood for everybody to come up to me. I'm still competing. I'm still trying to get outs out there. So we can talk about that stuff later. I thought that was great. And as you mentioned, the no hitter that was going on until Alec Bohm's solo home run in that sixth inning. Michael Harris II very nearly pulled an Andrew Jones, an Otis Nixon, uh, King Griffey Jr., whatever you want to call it, dragging a home run back in. It went off his glove. Spencer Strider had some words for him. He said, I can make that catch. I've done it in VP. Michael Harris should be able to do it too. So you know they're having fun out there. These two rookies, both of them huge contributors to the Braves' success this year. It's outstanding to watch what they're able to do on a daily basis. And on Sunday, it was definitely Spencer Strider's day to shine. Also of note, first rookie pitcher in MLB to get to 200 strikeouts in a season since you Darvish did it a decade ago. So any which way you look at it, Spencer Strider, strikeouts and and what he's doing is something that we don't see too terribly often here in Major League Baseball, let alone in the Braves franchise. And we're going to talk a lot about what's going on with the Braves offense on this day and, of course, get you set up for the National Series that will be beginning on Monday. Before we do, I want to remind you, Coffee AM is the official sponsor of the Braves postcast and Coffee AM is an Atlanta-based small-batch coffee roaster. Head on over to coffeeam.com slash locked on today and get a look at their full menu of coffees, teas, and gift sets. Coffeeam.com slash locked on. Use the coupon code locked on for 15% off your first order. Coffee AM is the best small batch coffee roaster in America. Now the Braves brewed up a batch of five runs in this game, and they were able to do so, I think, in a timely fashion. And, you know, we talked all year long about the rookies and the exploits of Spencer Strider and of Michael Harris and even of Von Grissom over the past month and a half. But another guy we got to really look at as far as young players on this team really making his presence felt is William Contreras because he was at it again behind the play for Spencer Strider's performance and hitting the go-ahead home run in the sixth inning. Braves tacked on three more runs, but when you talk about the success of this team and the youth of this team and the players who have made the biggest contributions in 2022 that you may have never expected, William Contreras has been pretty darn impressive himself. Yeah, I think he does get overlooked a little bit when you're talking about the rookies because he doesn't qualify as a rookie. But I mean, in terms of, you know, young players, he's definitely right there with those guys. And uh, obviously, I know we've talked about it throughout the year. I mean, when you... When you came into the season, you know what you're going to get from William Contreras. And then the season that he's put together, to me, you know, there's been a a lot of huge performances. Kyle Wright, his breakout season, Mm -hmm. all the rookies, what they've done. But William Contreras, what he's done at the plate and behind it this season is just incredible. And a big home run right there after, you know, Strider gave up his his lone hit. The game was tied and Contreras to come back and give him the lead, give him an opportunity to win that game. Uh, I mean, that was just so, so huge right there. Then Michael Harris, you know, he got things started, the leadoff double in mm-hmm. that third inning and ended up coming around scoring. And he got robbed of another hit by that guy, Bryson Stott, uh, later in the game as well. But, uh, I mean, yeah, the the young kids, I mean, just playing so well. And I talk about the young kids. I mean, Ronald Kudu Jr., obviously not old and old himself. Right. He had another hit here tonight or, or this day on Sunday. So uh, I love what the offense did in this one. Adding on late, you know, being able to score early. Obviously wish they would score a little bit more earlier in the game, but whenever they want to get them, uh, you know, is, is fine with me. But able to add on to do so, like we said yesterday, against a pretty good Phillies bullpen, some good arms coming out of there. David Robertson, their closer, coming in in the eighth, and we're able to score off him, and that allowed you not to have to use Kenley Jansen 
which was big as well. So all around, yeah, a good day from the offense. In a day game, they get a win in a series finale. So uh, we'll take those. Yeah, maybe we buried the lead. Braves won a day game, finish off a sweep, win a series finale. A lot of things happened on this day, most certainly. The offense did its work late, as Jake mentioned. Uh, the Contreras home run is 19th of the year, came in the sixth inning. It was the answer uh, to the home run by Alec Bohm. Braves had jumped out to a one nothing lead thanks to Robbie Grossman. Well, he was at it again in the seventh inning, his seventh home run of the year. Austin Riley with an RBI single, Marcelo Zuna, a run-scoring double as the Braves piled up their five runs. Uh, a JT Romuto home run off Jesse Chavez in the ninth inning, but that was too little too late for the Phillies in this 5-2 Braves victory. Now, of course, it is. Uh, you know, scoreboard watching time as we're coming down the stretch. This pennant race is as hot as it's been, as tight as I think you can possibly ask for in the past or in the uh, final couple of weeks. And the Mets, of course, were uh, back to their winning ways against the Pittsburgh Pirates. They sent Jacob DeGrom to the mound. Pirates scored three times off of him, but they gave up four runs in the bottom of the eighth. And the Mets picked up a 7-3 win. So thus, Atlanta is still a game back in the National League East standings. But as we know, Jay, closer by the day, we are getting to this Braves and Mets matchup, which I think as we've circled it, maybe all the way back in spring training or whenever the schedule was announced for that matter, we knew it was going to come down to that. And it doesn't seem like anything has changed here over the fi over the last uh, few days since the Braves came home from this road trip. And of course, the Mets trying to bounce back from their sweep at the hands of the Cubs. It is really coming down to that series. And all you can do as a Braves player, as Braves team right now, is just take care of your business in front of you and hope you get to that series. And you know, honestly, just because of potential tiebreaker, you really want to be ahead of the Mets going into that series. But at least, you know, the opportunity to be within a game two at most gives you an opportunity in that series. So, uh, I mean, again, we've talked about it, what you did in the first two months of the season to be in this position where they are now. But got to keep winning games because, as you saw, you're not getting much help from the Mets opponents right now. The Pirates unable to win one of those four games. Uh, this past weekend, but Braves did take care of their business, swept a good team in the Phillies, a team they could face again here when it means a lot uh, when it comes to the postseason. So a uh, really good sweep for the Atlanta Braves. Yeah, and the Braves are going to see the Phillies again once they get done with the Washington Nationals who come to town for three games. I believe the Mets are going to have the Milwaukee Brewers on their slate. So it's going to be interesting to see if this Brewers team, which has really had a hard time in the second half, might be the club that could help the Braves out at least a little bit in terms of beating up on the Mets and allowing the Braves perhaps to beat up on the Nationals and flip these standings around. We'll see how that all plays out. We'll talk about this National Series in a moment. I want to remind you, betonline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. You can find your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. With reviews and news of every league from MLB to NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. You can head on over to betonline.net today. Use your mobile device to learn more about the action. BetOnline is where the game starts. Braves will send Kyle Wright to the mound in game one against the Washington Nationals on Monday night. Wright has a handful of starts remaining this season. He's 18-5, and five, so a chance for a 20-game winner. Braves haven't had one of those since 2003. Might as well if we're going all the way back to 1890 to do stuff that hasn't happened in the franchise's history. See if Wright can get to those 20 victories. It'd be great to pick up a win. He'll be facing Corey Abbott of the Nationals. I think it's just really at this point, Jake, as far as Kyle Wright's concerned, just looking to see him get out there, get comfortable, and just give the Braves the quality starts that he has been known to give Atlanta all throughout this 2022 season. He's been one of the big reasons why they are where they are. Yeah, we've seen him deal a little bit with arm fatigue here the last month or so. So would love to see him go out there and have a strong performance, as you said, like he's done for the majority of this year. And as for the Braves team, just can't let up here. You can't see that you can't look at the record. You can't look at the, the team name and just you can't sit back here. We saw the Mets do that and they got swept 
by the Cubs and is why the Braves are still in a position to win the division right now. So you just can't let up. You got to play the team in front of you and you got to play to your best ability each and every night because all these games are very important. Every single one of them. And it's a day on the calendar that you don't get back. And as we know, we're in this final couple of weeks. Every win is huge. Every game is huge. It's another opportunity to at least hold your ground where you are and perhaps make up some ground in the standings as the Braves are still one game behind the New York Mets. That'll wrap us up here on the Braves postcast for this Sunday. As always, I'll I'll remind you to subscribe here on YouTube to Locked On Sports Atlanta. Make sure you enable those alerts and make sure you subscribe to Locked On Braves wherever you get your podcast. Once again, it was a great day for the Braves. They finish off a sweep of the Philadelphia Phillies. 5-2 winner, Spencer Strider, 200 strikeouts. So congratulations to him and the Atlanta Braves. We'll look to pick up uh, another win and keep their win streak alive as they welcome the Washington Nationals to town and continue the homestand on Monday. And we'll be right here on the Braves postcast to talk to you about that when it goes final. So thanks again for joining us here. We appreciate it as always. I'm Grant McCauley. He's Jake Mastriani. And until next time, so long, everyone. Hey, this is Stacy Gotsoulias. DC Lundberg. Ryan Finkelstein. Taylor Blake Ward. Host of Locked On Yankees. Locked On Mariners. Locked On Mets. Locked On Angels. And you're listening to Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Locked On Braves. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. 